everybody, to another edition of the Putmaver Podcast, episode 124. I am your host, Andrew Gomez, a.k.a. The Miz, joined today by my lovely, wonderful, beautiful co-host. To my left, he is the coupon cutie, the $100 man, Bobby Diaz. Let's talk about wrestling, baby. And also joining us, you know him, you love him. He is the 10th one of the world, the puncher of all, Dicklish himself, Richard Garcia. Yeah, you might, you may tolerate me so <laughs> And round it up, too. You know him, you love him. He is a self-anointed WWE simp. He is the Pinoy powerhouse, Byron Pagdalao. Hey, guys, happy Monday. It's kind of cool doing it on Monday, isn't it? I yes. mean, there was a lot to get out of the way as far as, like, wrestling goes. So why not do, instead of doing a preview, we'll just do a late view. Um, I'm, Let me wh- say this real quick. Yeah. I'd rather do this and watch Raw. I mean, we're gonna have to watch it eventually, but Mm-mm. yeah, Raw's been Raw's been rough. Raw's been super rough uh, these past couple weeks. Um, it's good to be back on the show. I feel like I've missed, I've missed you guys first of all, uh, but I've missed uh, being, you know, on the show. It's been what, like two, three weeks? It's been a minute. It's been a while. It's yeah. been a while that we've seen each other. Oh, well, yeah. you guys seen each other in person, but like being like actually recording a podcast in person has been forever. Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen a lot of people. Thank you. <laughs> So thank you guys yeah, for too. listening. Um, it's been a and, while. Uh, it's been a while. Subscribing, downloading, telling your friends, telling your neighbors, telling your friends' neighbors. Uh, we are the new, 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 new World Order Professional Wrestling, and we will see you next week. Good, great show, guys. Great show, guys. All right. Nothing to talk <laughs> yeah. about here. Just kidding. We have a lot to get into. Um, SummerSlam or Sur- SummerSlam Survivor Series was last night, um, so we got to talk about that. We got to talk about the farewell of The Undertaker. There's so much we got to get into, so let's not waste any more time. But before we get into the rest of the show, you know we got to give it to our sponsors, Grudge Match Brand and Grudge Match Brand Apparel on Instagram. Go to their Instagram, turn on that notifications, because you know Black Friday's coming up, and you're going to need some sweet-ass t-shirts. So go check them out. They're dropping a lot of new shit coming up for the holidays, so make sure you go check them out. Use our promo code, put me over for 15% off your entire order there. Also, you make sure you go to check out our friends at lapelia.com. Merchandise. Look no further. Go to lapelia.com. Use our promo code PUTMEOVER. And in turn, that website will put you over and you get 20% off your entire order there. Um, and, you know, one more plug a, a self promotion, if you will. If you're looking for some other kind of alternative merchandise, maybe that doesn't say I'm a wrestling fan on it, but people would see your shirt and be like, dude, who's that guy? Who's that handsome guy with the dreads on your shirt? Like, oh, that's the handsomest man alive. He's part of the Pull Me Over podcast. Go to our website, pullmeover.com, for all of your Pull Me Over podcast merchandise wants and needs. Use our promo code Kofi forever. We haven't forgot about him. WWE might have, but we haven't. Kofi, the number four ever for 15% off your entire order there. Holy shit, what a fucking promo I just dropped right now. Anyways, we're, we're, we're coming for some more, pro- some more sponsors too, so keep your eyes and ears out. Also, we had a request to cover a retro Raw. Um, I forget the name of the guy that did, asked us to do it, but we have not forgot about you. Uh, we're just a little backlogged, a lot kind of going on with the holidays and COVID and everything going on. So that's on the works. So we have not forget about you, sir. Uh, with that being said, how is everybody? Good. Are we all safe from COVID? We're all good? I think so. Thanksgiving is coming. Right so, now. so, you know. Um, we're all negative. <laughs> It's scary. It's scary. Uh, we're about to go in another lockdown, uh, which is, you know, just wild. Uh, I thought we, we'd be able to get past all this by now. But, you know, people don't want to wear masks and be told what's best for the community. So 
now we're dealing I with think, that again. I think COVID mania is actually running what running more wild than Hulkamania, so it's kind of insane, dude. <laughs> it's <laughs> alive and up. It's alive and running. The so Road Warrior pop true. is what he's getting. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I said, let's not waste any more time. Let's get into the news. Let's get into some dicks dirty news. What? Take it away, Dick. I don't feel so dirty when I say the news. Well, why do we call it Dick's Dirty News? Well, it's because like it's from like the dirt sheet, and then dirty, ah. like, a dirty dick is a, like a funny thing. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, yeah, I, I am dirty. I, you know, <laughs> yeah. I didn't shower today, so that makes sense. Okay, okay. that makes sense. <laughs> um, speaking of dickheads, let's talk about Vince McMahon. Ooh. That bro, that, and that dude's got a lot of work done on, on the on the on the mascara on the face. Yeah, that billion dollar Botox. <laughs> billion dollar Botox, dude. That's a good show. Hey, there you go. That's, that's where he's that's where he's spending his. He probably has like a lifetime supply. Him and his family have like a lifetime supply for Botox. Oh, just put it in my veins. Yeah. Uh, what did Vince McMahon do now? He he issued an edict about a month ago, back in October, about this whole Twitch streaming uh, and third party. Eat a dick, yeah. Eat a dick. Eat a dick. That's what he's telling and, everybody. <laughs> yeah, right. And, and um, basically, everyone was com- complied to the verdict. They had it to the end of October to shut down any outside sources of income, which included Twitch and um, other services as well. But mainly, Twitch was was the was the uh, platform in question. As October thirtieth came by, uh, Zelina Vega still kept her uh, her Twitch account open. And eventually, she did get released by WWE um, on on the grounds of both that, and then she also had an OnlyFans account. So she was making money outside of the company only by having those platforms. Hold on, don't bury that. We gotta talk about. We gotta talk about this OnlyFans. What's she doing? Only on fans, fans? Yep. Was well, she showing nudity? Cosplay. What was that? What was the no, what was the content of that? Her only no fans? no nudity. It was basically just like her like as it acts as as a means to get um extra photos out that she couldn't post on instagram any cosplay photos no nudity well, yeah i saw point? she's she's really into cosplays and uh, all that stuff okay that's Some pretty cool. good photos not, not pretty not bad mortal kombat uh i think she did uh Ooh, she dresses like, jade one year character. at she did just as yeah. jade one year and i think dope. she did melina recently but yeah. it was mainly used as her means to, like to to do her cosplaying career because she is she's she's been a cosplayer for a long time and yeah that's something she likes to do and uh, during the pandemic, you know, a lot of uh, here's the thing with, with, with what's going on in general is that a lot of the wrestlers, they have the outside guarantees of their co- contract, meaning they're going to make a guaranteed amount plus whatever else they're supposed to make on top of that. The difference being from stuff like house show attendance, merchandise and stuff like that. And since the since the pandemic started, WWE has not run any house shows whatsoever. They have not had a paying fan to attend the show since March. So a lot of the a lot of the uh, a lot of the wrestlers they weren't they weren't make, really making anything off the downside off off of the downside guarantee. So they're trying to find means to kind of compensate for the income. And for a lot of them, uh, Twitch was the way to go. And uh, for someone like Zelina Vega, she was probably making way more from Twitch than she was from making the, from um, for downside guarantee. I think from from what I've heard, it was upwards of about twice of what she was making. So she was making way more. And WWE and WWE, and WWE wanted to get a. Piece Piece of that, she um, that pie, which is which is probably what, what's going on is like they're trying to re- renegotiate like these contracts to make sure they get a piece of it and not 
the wrestlers themselves trying to make all the money. Well, that's just so classic th- WWE where like they just aren't with the times, you know, um, they didn't they didn't even write anything like this in the con- I mean, given it was probably not a thing, but YouTube has been around for forever. Um, so, you know, that 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 sucks that they're clamping down on alternative streams of revenue for people, especially when you, you can make good money like Zelina Vega, it sounds like. Poor girl. That means I, 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 that means she was probably not her salary is probably on the lower end of WWE. She's probably what not even six figures yet. If that's the case, because I doubt six. Awesome. Yeah, you think? I don't even think six to be probably honest. Probably low six, I'd say. Damn, she must. You got to keep in mind. You, you got to keep in mind a lot of a lot of these wrestlers are making good money. They're making great money after the TV deals. Because yeah. there was a period in time where WWE was paying overpaying a lot of these guys. I mean, look at look at gals. And Anderson, they were offered up to half a million dollars a year each, for, for like barely any work. Sure, sure they were touring though, but still, you know. But which that was just a, that was a guarantee. That's that's how much they were making. They're guaranteed to make that much. So Zelina was making good money. I mean, she wasn't making nowhere near as say like a Roman Reigns or uh, as she shouldn't. Randy Orton, you know, equal pay my ass. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the RKO. Yeah, nowhere, no, nowhere near that, or even Becky Lynch for that matter. She was making nowhere near her. Yeah, I mean, she didn't wrestle as much. Yeah, I mean, she was kind of a mouth for uh, for um, what's his name? I Andrade. For Andrade. For Andrade. But other than that, I mean, she wasn't really wrestling all that much. But I don't know. I think it's kind of that was money for her though. Her money it, was it was Andrade. Yeah, it's it's like Andrew said. They're they're always late to the game. You know gotta uh take what you can and that's what they do is they're always late to get into something and then when they find out that they can make money off of it um they're they're pushing to to take it all like and, um like jericho like, oh, and uh you know a little bit of the bubbly they saw oh you could sell alcohol and make a lot of money okay well here's undertaker wine for some reason yeah, here's ultimate warrior, ultimate warrior white ziffendale because we all know the ultimate warrior loves a good glass of white Ziffendale. Real, real quick, I want to mention something. Why Undertaker? Why they Undertaker is a jack. He's, he's a he's a he's a jack drinker. He likes drinking the whiskey. Why doesn't he make his own whiskey? Because wine is way cheaper to make. Yeah, than <laughs> it will make whiskey. Whiskey's. Expensive. I feel like the Bellas. Uh, the Bellas had a hand in this because they started their wine probably first. Um, and probably were like, dude, look at all this money we're making off this shitty wine. $50 a bottle is, I feel like it's like two buck chuck. It, it, it can't be that amazing. No. I'm no curious way. to try it, though. I'm really curious to try it. Uh, so well, WWE, send us a bottle, huh? Please. Yeah, I mean, please. I might change my opinion, WWE. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. You gotta pay the troll toll. Yeah, but anyways, I, th- I think it's a, uh, a, a crummy way. Are uh, you you're talking about across the board. There's so many wrestlers that had a Twitch and um, they're getting rid of them. And it sucks because only up, up, down, down is the one that kept going. So, you know, well, he's it killing sucks. it though. They're so good. They're con- Have you ever watched their shit, dude? Dude, they're so good. A little yeah. bit. Yeah. Not yeah. lately. I haven't watched it in a while. But um, I mean, they, they're, they're, they're coming up. They just got tossed onto the Gears of War dude. and uh, Gears of War 5. Insane. Oh, that's a good story. Dude, it was so dope. Great transition, Bob. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I, I can't believe they made that deal. And uh, they came out to the, oh, this is going to be later, but they came out to the ring in that gear. Yeah. All cosplayed up. Very um, Road Warriors-esque Ooh. for 2020. Um, I just, I think it's crazy that you can play as the New Day 
in Gears of War, which is like an Xbox top tier Halo level franchise. Uh, so good on them for for working that deal. Hopefully WWE doesn't take too much of that from them. I'm pretty pissed they're um, not on PS5 format, but whatever. That's a whole other story. Get yeah. a PC. <laughs> <laughs> PC Master Race. <laughs> uh, what else we got what on the news, Dick? Oh, I'll go for it. Um, real quickly, I I, I just want to um talk about the Zelina Vega thing real, real quick because I didn't really get a chance to like comment further on it. Yeah. So she is um her expected date because she has to do the nine day no complete cause as well. So she's and it ends around the end of February, not end of February, around the middle of February, I should say. So another question that I think a lot of people don't ask is what's going to happen? Is she going to, is she going to come back to WWE after all this? No. Is she going to go to impact? Is she going to go to, to AEW? Is she, um, is she just going to do a full-time cosplaying career or full-time Twitch career, you know, because now that, and then another thing we forgot to mention is that right after she got fired or right before she got fired, rather, she released a tweet saying, I support unionization. Yeah. So that's going to be another issue to consider if you're, if you're a wrestling company, like, do you want to, handle someone like her there who is talking about unionizing the wrestlers and you know pro wrestling itself is not a pro union business it still is far from that because it's un-american <laughs> even though it's very american um i think um because i heard after word after word got out that selena got late let, let go from the company that uh like the president of the sag aftra union um, has been in contact with Zelina. Mm-hmm. It it's it would make sense for SAG to take WWE and AEW like under their umbrella, like it's a special performer union. Uh, maybe not like um, you know independent. Not like you're not going to make a union for all wrestlers. But I think the top tier levels of wrestling, if you're on TV where millions of people are watching you, I feel like that's a performance and that's something that should be protected uh, by a union. Get that coverage, get that medical coverage, get that 401k because you get guys like, you know, we've seen all the sad stories come out of wrestling where they didn't save their money. And now they're bankrupt, they're broke, uh, they're old, they can't wrestle anymore. Um, so they go to these Comic-Cons and things like that to try to sell um, autographs. But how many Virgil autographs do, do people want, you know? Zero. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's it's a, yeah. it's a crazy time because you think about all the stuff that will end up happening. <laughs> and you want the wrestlers to get what they deserve. And um, WWE is just trying to take it all away and say, no, you're an independent contractor. But we get to control everything outside of the ring, too. That's not very so independent just, at all. It's not at all. And it's mm-hmm. just a total, like, goof up on their part. And they kind of just shot themselves in the foot with this whole thing. So classic WWE. Yeah. Uh, what else we got, Dick? All right. So uh, uh, we, we guys want to talk about the, uh, the Survivor Series? Um, before anything else we want to talk about? Yeah, I want to talk about WWE leaving the Thunderdome. Um, the, rent, the, the rent is up. The uh, the original tenant has come back. Lease is up, um, so you guys got to leave. But they're actually going to go to a baseball stadium now, Tropicana Field, where the Tampa Bay Rays play. And um, I'm interested to see how they're going to set the Thunderdome up there. It's probably going to be, you know, it's not, it's not going to be a giant stadium. Uh, they'll probably cut it in half. Uh, but it looks like they're going to be there relatively soon. I'm not sure the exact dates. 
Is it outdoor? Um, it's, it's outdoor, a, right? It's a covered stadium, so it's still technically indoor. Uh, but maybe you can get some actual fans in like a bigger building like that too. Um, kind of how A Dub does it, or play some baseball, or you know <laughs> your choice. <laughs> yeah, I mean at least Raw at least versus SmackDown still... baseball, <laughs> Survivor Series I'm baseball. I'm done with Raw versus SmackDown. Oh God, I'm done with it. Oh man, brand supremacy. Who can hit the most dingers? They're sitting on a gold mine. <laughs> oh, what else? Um, I guess that's it. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about Survivor Series. What did you guys think? Um, I have my thoughts. Uh, I know Byron has his thoughts. Bobby Dick, let's start with you guys. What did you guys think of the pay per view overall? Go for it. Dick. You want to go first, Bobby? Um, okay. Um, I thought it was pretty good. I I mean, there were a few blunders, and you know, the the Raw versus tag team matches, the five on fives. I didn't really care about them. I mean, it's just a match. Uh, there was no stipulations. There's nothing like a brand supremacy really doesn't matter to me. Um, but I thought overall, all the matches were great. Uh, the Asuka versus uh, uh, Sasha. Sasha Sasha Banks. That was a great match. Um, probably match of the night for me, at least. Um, uh, the the uh, Roman versus uh, Drew McIntyre. Great match. I was thoroughly surprised about this. And uh, I just, I'm liking the whole Roman Reigns thing. It's so cool. Yeah. Um, Dick, what did you think of the show? I, I, it, you know, this whole idea of brand supremacy, it needs to die. I, I'm, I'm, it's, it's, it's not working. Why have a draft a month, not even a month before the Survivor Series, and then you have brand supremacy where nothing's on the line? All the matches, I mean, the Survivor Series matches themselves were practically meaningless. I mean, the women's match, my God, like, it was uh, it was, it was, was nothing at all. I mean, LOL, Lana wins by doing absolutely nothing. It was a predicted ending. I understand where, why, why they did that to get Lana over. But, man, like, I don't know if this is going to work with trying to make Lana this, this baby face. I, I don't see it. I don't see it happening. Not for me. Um, I I pretty much hated this whole show, um, and I don't. I hate being like negative, but so many glaring issues were there for me to give this show a pass. Um, I mean, even at the kickoff show, you had a chance to you know make Dominic Mysterio someone that can be taken seriously, yeah. and instead you have the Miz win for some reason. The the Miz doesn't need to be winning really anything until he's ready for that championship a battle royal wasn't let me, gonna let me ask you guys gonna a help the Miz get over yes let me ask you as a question with do you think that they had the Miz win because they didn't want him to cash in yesterday because i guess a lot of people a, a lot of there was a lot of suspicion thinking hey well Miz has a briefcase it's been 10 years since he cashed it in and won the wwe title no, I think it was just because they didn't want to ruin that that fantastic main event. You gotta swear, think, bro. Yeah, I think it would have been a mistake to do it because that Drew McIntyre uh, Roman. Plus, there was a bigger story there with the whole Jay coming in. Uh, yeah, that would have killed the moment. I thought so. I think it's good to hold it off and they'll have that going forward. Yeah, um, I hated uh, the men's Survivor Series match. Um, I'm I'm tired of the teams. Never being able to get on the same page. Um, and I think if there was, even if it was kayfabe 
a million dollar purse, you know, just like something to say, you know, we're fighting for money or we're fighting for a, a draft pick or we're fighting for a spot in the Royal Rumble. Um, that should be there should be something because I, I don't care about this match at all. There's no stakes. Um, and then you have SmackDown just taking a big L, uh, as always. Um, not a fan. Um, I'm the only thing that I was really interested in is uh, Seth Rollins, why he did what he did uh, by letting by sacrificing himself pretty much. Um, so that's going to be an interesting story to tell before that. I don't think it got anyone really over, um, especially, you know, look, look, look at like Kevin Owens. He was just kind of thrown in there and then he was the first one eliminated. Not a fan of that. Um, the New Day and the Street Profits, I thought had a really good match, too. I think there was three big pillars that or four, I guess, that kind of support this match. It was the the tag team championship or the tag team tag team match. Oscar and Sasha. Uh, Roman and Drew and The Undertaker's Farewell. Other than that, this the rest of the show can just go fall off a cliff. That's interesting. <laughs> uh, everyone seems to have uh, pretty much different takes, but I thought overall um, the show was pretty successful. For the first time, I thought even those throwaway matches like the Survivor Series matches, they I thought they, they executed them perfectly for what they were. Like you guys said, there's no real stakes. Who? Uh, like, okay. Like let, the, let me like ask the you. Women's, the women's um, match? Who who came out looking good at the end of that? That's perfect because I thought the women's match out of most of the matches was perfectly executed. What? A lot of people got no no I'm not I'm not even kidding. Like, hear me out. So like think about it. Everyone got their shit in. Um, uh, I thought Peyton did amazing. She got the pin on Bailey. They viewed her move. Like the point of this match, there's nothing at stake, right? Besides continuing storylines, then you have the Riot Squad kind of going against the the ugly tag team known as Nia Jax and and um you know, Mongo. Dana. So, so, uh, so you see that staff feud going. And then though, I think obviously we all, I think we should all agree that Bianca was by far the star of the, the show. Yes. She, uh, she, she, she should have won. No, well, she took on, she took on both, uh, the Ace of Spades and Naya and held her own big time. She even did that amazing, uh, you know, surviving the, the choke and falling on the rope a little bit, which I thought was fantastically done. And then she doesn't lose anything by uh, by getting count out by just throwing Naya. I think that also gives uh, Lana a chance to continue her storyline now that she's a sole survivor. And I don't think anybody uh, retracted. I think if anything, all the people involved in this match sans Bailey because she doesn't need it. First of all, because you know she's longest training SmackDown Women's Champ. I thought everybody else. Uh, I don't think anyone looked like shit other than Lana, but that's her character, right? She's the She's the troll booking. No one wants to see her win, and I think that that gets heat, and I think it accomplished that even more. So overall, I think um, it was a perfect, perfectly executed match. Because I, I don't if they booked it any other way, they could have booked it multiple ways. But I think the way they did it was perfect. Uh, everybody got their shit, and Bianca is clearly the the the, the athlete. She's probably top three athlete in WWE, male or female. She's ridiculous. The best by far, by far the most athletic and gifted female on the roster. And then yeah. the men's Survivor Series match, I think, kind of did the same thing in a in a different way because what that match was there for was to extend the to kind of give, um, you know, the Jay Jay Uso coming back to save Roman Swerve at the end. So that match was used to kind of enhance that. And um, I, I like the Raw Tag Team how they're just a bunch of dudes who like totally made this SmackDown guys. Um, oh, you're breaking up, Byron. Uh, I think Byron got, I think Byron got cut off. It's, it's a, it's, it's, it's what got God hacked. wanted. 
It's what God yeah. wanted. He's like, you know what? We're tired of this bullshit. We're going to switch the channel. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you something, brother. When you have someone like Bailey, the longest reigning SmackDown women's Bailey, champion, right? She, over a <laughs> year. She reigned for over a year. She's the first one eliminated. And not only that, you're thinking, okay, they're going to start pushing Peyton, right? They're going to they're gonna let her get some shit in, and she's going to look great at the end of this. No, she's immediately eliminated two minutes later by a sharpshooter from Natalia. Well, Why the would thing you, is, I, I, well, I don't you think that's bad Peyton booking at like, all. Uh, you should make Peyton look like a star then. If you're going to have her take out Bailey, instead you just have her take her out like she's like she's nothing, like she wasn't just a champion. Well, Bailey doesn't need it though. Like you guys can all agree she's not going to. No, no, no. I don't. I don't want Bailey to win. We, we but I'm you. saying if, you. if you're going to eliminate, if you're going to use Peyton to eliminate Bailey, you get that rub on Peyton then right after. But instead, you just for nothing. There was nothing that came out of that. Not didn't make Peyton look they, good. Yeah, well, that's, they the, that, that's the rub though, in my opinion. There's no rub. She got immediately eliminated right after. No, but she she rubbed she got the rub by actually doing executing her finishing move and then pinning Bailey and to then get eliminated right after it did not. Right, that's gonna happen though. She wasn't gonna win. No, Plus, they but have another star. They you had can to establish. They had can, to get other. You can use that momentum to establish her as a threat on that whole Raw team, but instead you just have her eliminated like a minute later, like. That but she eliminated make any Bailey. Sense. I think to me, that's that's like, oh shit. Pinning Bailey that's, is a huge deal, and there's right. You keep her in that match longer then. You don't yeah, eliminate her right after the match her. longer. I don't know. They should have had her. They should have had her tag out. You know, save her till like towards the end, and like have her come back to you know, do some more stuff, and like kind of like maybe do like a a funny finish with her, like so she like there was something crazy that happened and she lost, but. Just for her to do that to Bailey, get her shit in, but then immediately like get eliminated. That's like, oh, dude, you're, she's a, oh, she just eliminated Bailey. Holy but shit! Wait. And then she just out of the got eliminated a minute later. Like, but I think Natalia needed to get that too. Like, Natalia doesn't need anything. Natalia doesn't need anything. But like, <laughs> arguably, she got like from the from the perspective of she got the win over the champ. No one's gonna care when she got eliminated after. I don't think because she did. She got not only she got the win. She she did her special and and she got the pin clean. So I, I think I think that that's more than enough validation. She so, came in as a handicap for sure. Yeah, and plus Payton is nowhere right now. That alone yeah. elevates her at least three notches up. That's yeah. really not saying a whole lot though. At the end of the day, like, what are we gonna remember from this match? Was that Bianca? The Bianca's a stud. We learned that Bianca is amazing. She can go on against the, the, the women's tag team champs. We learned that Lana is the shittiest uh, troll booking, and that's getting the most heat. That's uh, what it learned, is at the end of the day was Lana uh, winning. Right. And we also learned that Ruby Riot and the Riot Squad and Liv are actually – there's a potential feud going with, with Naya and um, Mongo. You saw that kind of set up. And I thought that little spot where – uh, where Ruby and Liv were doing the little quick tags, I thought that shit was brilliant. Ruby and Liv are the shit. I think. I think Ruby, right after Bianca, Ruby looked amazing. Yeah, yeah. Ruby and Liv. Fine. I thought Liv, Liv was amazing too. I was like, shit, they could be a good tag team. I don't know. I just got. But yeah, I Liv, that Ruby, Liv and Ruby are a tag team. They 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 they've tagged together tag for a champs. while. Yeah, like like they I, could be the guys or girls. But, but at the end of the day, though, like everyone's gonna be looking at 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 the booking and be like, wait. Why, why, why was Lana the only one there? Like, I mean, it was predictable. Yes, I understand right. why they did it. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that. Oh well, 
like they shouldn't have done it. I get why they did that because they wanted to build Lana. I understand. Sometimes visibility <laughs> can be a bad thing, though. It doesn't always have to be good. Or, it doesn't always. Okay, well, be, well, let me ask you this. Sometimes. Let me ask you this. What would you think would be better booking? I I don't see have have finish. have um have Bianca be the sole survivor. Right, but that's how, how you build that... a star. Right, I that's think... how, that's how you build a star. No, you can't because they're, they're, they need to tell that Lana story still at the same time. I don't think I Bianca don't. needed to win. They I don't, don't think Bianca to. needed to win. But I think it should have just been like the numbers game caught up with her, and she fought her heart out. She she did everything she could to try to get the win for, for SmackDown. But you know what? The numbers game just kind of caught up with her. Which kind of did happen, if you think yeah. about it. That's I think that exactly that happened. The outcome. The outcome it, we can't I think Nia, so we, the need, we need to have it end in a count out. A count out, match, really? I, That's how you win the fucking... Ugh. Oh, that's the only way that we see Lana actually beating Bianca, right? Would you rather have Lana pin exactly. Bianca? So um, that, to maybe, me, this is a win, 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 in my opinion. I would you rather can't. have Bianca win. You do the screw job, right? Where Bianca Bianca gets one over on Shayna and Nia and pays for her sins right after the match. Not they're, they're both eliminated, looks over at Lana, get over here, grabs her, throws her on her, one, two, three. That's how Lana w- wins the match. And you can keep that story going, too. Yeah. Because you want to you want to build Bianca up as a star. You want to build her up as as his next big thing in the women's division. But she's not blonde, dog. She's not no, blonde like Lana doesn't, is. Doesn't matter. You, that's the story. Matter. The hot blonde is the one that gets the story, not not Bianca. No, yeah, I, I, you're, you see, you guys are saying that now. You're going to need someone that comes for, back. It's over. No, well, wait, no, Bianca's, okay. Bianca's back to the bottom. I'm, no, Bianca's Bianca's going to get wrecked by Charlotte. That's what's going to happen. This is what I think is going to happen. Build them since up you brought this up. to break them down. <laughs> since, since you brought up Charlotte, I'm glad you I'm glad you brought it up, Bobby. I see her, I see Charlotte going to Raw. Since we're on the topic of Charlotte. She's gonna go on Raw. You need to have someone on SmackDown to be established. Because you're gonna build up WrestleMania. Who's gonna be Sasha's opponent for WrestleMania? Uh, well, let's look into ahead, but I'm just uh, I'm just trying to establish that I think the match did make Bianca Belair look amazing. We we gotta give we gotta she give did. Byron this, it, this it time did. to talk about all the it, matches. No, I, yeah. I I agree it did. It could have brought her up to another level though if she was a soul survivor. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm trying to argue at. Right, right. But, but I thought the, per, the 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 booking was ideal. Like nobody looked like shit. I think it accomplished what it needed to. Like <laughs> name a, name a person who came from work, uh, out of that match who looks worse than they did going in. You know who we haven't talked about? Lacey Evans. Oh yeah, see maybe her. But who cares about my her? point exactly? Uh, and she's she's blonde anyway. We don't need another blonde. But um, <laughs> yes, we do. Damn it! But the listen, rest of the pal, everyone likes too. blondes. <laughs> the rest of the card was amazing too. Uh, uh, well, let's talk about Roman and Drew because that was my match of the night. I loved this match. I love what they're doing with Roman Reigns. Um, it almost looked like a mirror match because you had hot, sexy, long-haired, bearded man versus hot, sexy, long-haired, bearded man. <laughs> With the Irish accent. With the Irish accent. They actually Scottish. don't call him the, psych- the Scottish psychopath anymore. They call him the Scottish warrior, which is like a that. downgrade. Baby face. Yeah, baby, baby face. face. But the Scottish psychopath, that just sounds cool. What did you guys think of that match? I thought it was pretty good, huh? I loved it. I thought they were evenly matched. I uh, The fact that Drew made Roman have to cheat to win. Uh, says you know, a lot for Drew. And, I mean... I said LOL Roman wins, right? But he had to win. I mean, yeah. Drew's going to be fine. Roman needs this needed to win and he, he won dirty, so it makes him even a bigger heel. Uh, he's 
like I said it, he's like a Samoan mafia man. Like you're 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 excommunicated from the table, you know? Like he calls the shots and tells his henchmen like what to do. I this new Roman has really got me rock hard. <laughs> you heard it here first. Well, I think I think it might be you, Dick, or, or Bobby. That you guys are pretty. Like I told you guys last night, I'm not a big into Drew, but like this this work he's been doing the last two months or something, he's fantastic. Um, like holy shit. Yeah, yeah, he's doing what he can with what he can. You know, like there, there's not more he can do with no crowd there. And uh, dude, I just keep thinking like, what if there was a crowd there? This would have been off the hook man yeah you wouldn't I, have we're to missing pipe in. some great matches dude like live with you wouldn't crowd. have to pipe in the this is awesome chance because that would have been happening the whole match <laughs> yeah uh i just loved that match it was you know start to finish it was crazy because i thought that like roman was gonna go and like kind of like manhandle him and just kind of win um but, but it was kind on, of a 50 50 don't was, sleep on drew drew's yeah. the shit i love that he turned a uh a spear into a guillotine like uh, and then he hit that future shock DDT, like got so close to actually winning off that move that he hasn't used in forever. Uh, I, I thought it was great. And then Jay Uso coming out to, you know, distract, get that low blow, you know. Um, I, I thought it was a great match. That match was expertly booked. That match was so good all the way. It had it had super WrestleMania feel to it too, which is like that match is going to be the main. That event. makes me that makes me want to have that be a WrestleMania match now because I. I mean, I don't, I don't think the Rock's gonna wrestle Roman at WrestleMania next year. I don't see that happening. So not if it's a candy. Not if it's a candy. They're saving that for like when fans come back. Not, but, not, 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 not really that, but more so the Rock's closer to fifty. Like he's just, he's gonna be a lot older. Have you he's looked at him? A lot older than Roman. <laughs> Doesn't, dude. He did rip a pack. He, he looks uh, great. He looks amazing. But you, you got to keep in mind when he wrestled yeah. last time. He tore his pec. He had injuries. Yeah. It, he's not. He may look. He may look amazing, but he's not in ring shape, and that's a concern yeah. that I that I think a lot of people need to realize. It's all glamour and muscles, also, bro. The glamour it's muscles, all, yeah. It's all, it's all for the show. show. Yeah, it's those, all those for the are, show. Those aren't shoot muscles. I mean, those are it would make muscles. sense to have the Rock be Roman's opponent at WrestleMania. It makes perfect sense booking wise, story wise, with where they're going. The reality of it is, I don't see it happening. I, I just, I, I really don't. I think they're and, dreaming of it. I think it'd be dope, but I mean, it's just if you wait another year, Rock's going to be another year older too. That's so, another thing. You can't. It's either now or never, and it's probably going to be never. I think. I, I think I'm leaning. I'm leaning towards never as well. But I would and be super down gonna... for a promo between Roman and The Rock. Oh yeah. And The Rock being like, that's, you know what? You're disgracing fine. our family. You're disgracing right. our family. You're making us look bad. And then you know you do a little. You do a little. Stretcher job for the rock and then money money super heel they don't have to have a match he could just beat the shit out of him make rock go I back to hollywood the Dude, rock Superman punch. Have- boom get out of here bro <laughs> can't wrestle no more right in the face like they have a safe mood set both of them do they're pretty safe i would say it's not like the undertaker trying to tombstone roman the rock bottom is fairly easy to pull off and they could just do like this Fist in the headlocks for like twenty minutes, and I think it still go like 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 the whole game eighteen match, right? That shit was amazing with I mean, hardly any moves. Yeah. Think about it. There's Cena, like seven Cena moves versus Rock Two is basic as well, right? Yeah. That's all you need. It's a million dollars. Rock Two got hurt though. <laughs> yeah, That's Rock the thing was, is, yeah. 
Rock still got hurt. That's the one thing is I would be afraid that Rock would get hurt. And if he gets hurt, that's money that he's losing by not acting because he'll be hurt. That's, that's money. So much that's money. Though. The studios are losing. Yeah. The studios, I think, would be more inclined <clears throat> to be like, nah. I think the Rock, if he if he doesn't if he can't do a movie. He'll just be like, yeah, well, you know, I have all this money yeah. for my tequila that's selling out all over the world. <laughs> uh, it's still like a the studios, studios are going to be like, nah. Send us a bottle. Please, Terramana, please, uh, please sponsor us. But yeah, after watching that match, I I really want this to be a WrestleMania match. Uh, and it tells a perfect story like that Drew did not lose cleanly to Roman. Yeah. So he can get his win back. And he could... He, and, and go back and, and really get his win back at WrestleMania if he wants to go that right. I like the dynamic. I like babyface Drew versus Hill Roman. That works a lot better. And plus, they can go and redeem themselves for the match they had. What was it, 34 or 35? Which which year did Roman come back? Was it? That was 34. Last year. Wasn't that it was 34? last year, right? I think last year. I think it was yeah. last year. Okay. Thank you. Last year, him and Drew had wrestled at WrestleMania, and it was really nothing. And that should have been a big match because that's when Roman came back from, um, from leukemia. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, everyone liked Drew at the time, though. I feel like, yeah, they're leaving it Drew open. Was, that's for sure. Drew so. was still a heel at the time, but like you could see, like they were gonna like he was starting to get more and more babyface reaction. And then once after that match happened, then they were gonna go with him and become uh, this babyface. Yeah. Um, uh, what do you guys think of the Undertaker farewell? I thought for the situation that we're in, um, I thought they did a great job. Yep. I'm not like a fan of having these big introdu- introductions for all his buddies, um, and then they have to all. leave the ring <laughs> immediately after. <laughs> uh, but the video package was dope. Fucking Metallica will always get me pumped up, especially when they show Undertaker highlights. Oh, yeah. Um, the Tesla coils, you know, with the electricity singing his song Dude. was awesome. Um, I damn near cried when they had the hologram of Paul Bearer come out there. And That's then the they, he did the there. taunt. Yeah. What did you guys think? I thought it was, I thought I popped when they introduced all those people. I think that I wasn't the only one at home laughing when I saw half those guys come out because it's obviously a nostalgic pop. Sabio and the Godwins, the Godwins put in a board. <laughs> Poor Godwins. The Godwins. I thought it was hilarious that Kane was the only one that came in <laughs> in this costume for no reason at all. Everyone else came in all like nicely dressed in suits and dressed up nicely. And he comes well, in. The Godwins were in overalls. Godwins the Godwins? Yeah, I mean, they're the Godwins. I mean, come on. <laughs> you think that's kayfabe for them, or you think they literally like, oh, I'll wear these. I look good in these uh, as an outfit choice type thing, or was it probably kayfabe? kayfabe. Who was it that came out? I'm just probably kayfabe. Came out. I'm just glad we didn't get naked median. <laughs> <laughs> Who was it that came out dressed like in their in their best? Uh, oh, was it Kevin? Kevin Nash came out dressed in his best Outback Steakhouse uh, night out <laughs> costume. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> And he was walking down the ring, no smiles, nothing, no like, hey, what's up, nothing. No. Just yeah. straight face, just walk down to the ring. I'm just here for fall, the raviolis. Don't fall. Get in, yeah. Don't, don't get tear out. anything. I got, a, I got a bowl of ravioli waiting for me. <laughs> in the back. Get that bread t- at the table already. <laughs> um, but yeah, Survivor Series, I'm going to give it a thumbs down either way. Um, I just, I, I, out of 10, out of 10. Or let's do out of five. What do you guys give it? I'd give it a one and a half out of five. What? Yeah. Wow. That's pretty bad. That's, I mean, you had, you had two good matches. I, I give them two great matches. Um, everything else is kind of, I mean, one and a half out of five. 
that's pretty, pretty bad. I think I think it's pretty bad for this show. I think that that that's a that's a fair. It's definitely not the big four. Um, after after watching tonight, it's it's not it's not part of the big four anymore. It's lost a lot of its luster. They could have done something very creative with these Survivor Series matches, and mm-hmm. we've asked this for the past three years. Let's do something creative. Let's make these matches mean something. And every year they it's fallen on deaf ears. And what I what I got out of this was I want to see Roman versus Drew WrestleMania. That's that's really what I want to see the most. So what do you give it out of five? I'm I'm getting I'm I'm gonna get there right now. Like this is all this is all gonna add up. The the matches really don't mean anything. They could have unified the tag belts. That that was another opportunity they wasted. There's no point in having individual tag tag championships. There's not enough tag teams on, on both rosters to have a separate set no, of titles. Not at all. They could have fixed a lot of the booking problems with this Survivor Series. So, But then again, I think I went in there with high expectations thinking, oh, well, they're going to do something about it. But um, they decided to stay the course. The I'm going to go I'm going to go maybe two and a half. I'll go two and a half out of five. Middle of the road, the 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 great matches brought it up and balanced the overall card and the way it was booked. But it was it was just by no means a, a memorable show. It was not a terrible show by any stretch of the imagination. It was just there. It was just a middle of the road that could have they could have made this a big show, but they just didn't. Yeah. What about you, Bob? Uh, I'd say probably like a two point two point eight. Two point eight sounds like a good good number. You know, a little <laughs> above uh, the middle of the road. I thought some of the matches were great. I'd say probably three were probably the great, great matches. The rest were garbage. Um, I just, I hate that this Undertaker thing happened with no crowd. They did what they could, but it's so sad. Like, this guy's been wrestling for, well, not wrestling, but he's been in the wrestling era for 30 years. And it's, uh, it's amazing the things that he's done. He's put people over. He put Brock over with that 21 and one. You know, it's, it's, it sucks to see it go the, this way because of 2020 and with everything that's happening. But um, yeah, 2.8 sounds about right. A couple think, good matches, a couple bad matches. I think um, his Hall of Fame induction will have, you know, the full audience treatment. Save that. Dollar, yeah. Save that for when, you know, we can have people back in the crowd. Don't book it for next next year. Um, yeah. There wasn't even a, was there a Hall of Fame even this year? No. no. Yeah. See, so just move awful. that class over a year. And then hopefully by the following year, maybe we can get an Undertaker induction. Maybe we'll, that's when WrestleMania will come to Death Valley, and we and can have a WrestleMania yeah. get inducted into his hometown. <laughs> no, I would still go, but um, I'm not going to give it a five because the pandemic too. There's no crowd, but I will say I'm not mad at any of the outcomes at all. For once, like there's usually a match or two that I'm like, but um, I thought it was booked well. I give it three point eight, maybe a four. Out of five, um, not a five, not a perfect pay per view. There's really hardly any perfect pay per views, but three point eight to a four. Uh, yeah, probably I enjoyed it. I didn't find anything wrong with it for what it was, and plus it's the one night a year where champion meets champion. So uh, there's <laughs> night of champions also. Yeah, yeah. So champion versus. It was champions. a one night a year where. So that's all what the... brands all brands meet until Royal Rumble. Uh, there's also the yeah. draft. And then the Zora Rumble. They're, they do it a lot. They do it a lot. It's um, definitely the fourth, the fourth of the big four. But I think it is. Uh, I think I don't mind the champion versus champion. It's kind of, I guess, cool. I just don't like it because I, my score would have easily been increased to 
maybe like a four if there was some stakes on the line. Not not bone in, ribeyes, but just some something tangible that comes out of these matches. Otherwise, if we're just wasting our time. I think um, this is the sixth time you said that, and you're making me hungry. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a, it is about dinner time. No, Speaking of hungry, Thanksgiving is this week. So we yes. want to do a special gobble gobble uh segment on the show and we're going to talk about what we're thankful for because that's what this is all about you know we 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 come on here we, we we talk some shit we we have a good time but when it comes down to it we gotta remember what what we're thankful for so i'm gonna give the floor to you guys whoever wants to go first can tell me what you're thankful for whether it's wrestling related covid you know era related anything go ahead Not everyone i guess else. i'll go first um, I, just seeing all those wrestlers in the ring, this is, I guess, wrestling related for me. It's uh, seeing all those wrestlers in the ring. It makes me realize that we grew up in the best time in wrestling, like hands down. Nobody can say otherwise. I, I mean, I guess you could say those old matches, you know, like late, like really old matches were great, but we grew up in a time where wrestling was peak, like yeah. NWO, WCW, WWE, DX, like then the list goes on like all those undertaker matches that we watched mick foley getting tossed off the the, the cage uh just it, it reminded me of all those times of watching and just it was just the time of wrestling it was just perfect we got and a little bit of the golden era we got you know and then yeah. we, like i don't know that's when i kind of like Ah, loved wrestling was when it was at its peak, but we still got like you know that that golden era in the beginning too. Yeah, just a little bit. We got a small peak of it. I was probably what like like seven or eight. Yeah, but, uh, era, yeah. The territory era. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, it was just one of the big things that I kind of remembered. And uh, you know, I'm thankful for all my friends and us being safe and uh, just you know, um, thankful that I I'm still working in this like whole the smorgasbord of things that are happening yeah but it's just wild but that was one thing that blared out for me this week that's good man that's good that's a good outlook for this week what about you dick uh basically just what he said uh you know we're in the middle of a pandemic uh we are eight months in eight plus months since um really eight plus months since this pandemic started a lot's been going on uh, it just seems like the world's been upside down. Uh, what's red is white, all this stuff. It's just, you don't know what's, what's going on. It's, it's definitely affected a lot of people's psyche. Um, suicides have gone up so much since the pandemic, uh, business, small businesses have closed as a result. People are die- a quarter million Americans are dying because of COVID. And all you hear about is, well, I don't want to wear a mask, my rights, my mask, my, my body, blah, blah, blah. I don't want to get it politicized, but um, it's unfortunately that it became politicized. And now everyone is kind of at each other's throats because of this. Yeah. Uh, we just came, we just got done with an election. And yeah. even in the eyes of many people, they think the election is, is, it was stolen. It was rigged. It's up for, it's, it's not, it's not really what the media calls it to be. Yeah. Exactly. So there's there's a lot that's that there's really a lot of go, that's going on. People are angry. People are are mad. People are, are really sad. You know, they lost a loved one. They've lost their livelihood. There's a lot that's been going on. And um, 
maybe we should just take a little, a couple minutes just to check in on each other, seeing how you're doing, your loved ones especially. Um, say hi. If you haven't spoken to anyone, just say hi. That, that's all it is. Just say a simple hi and, you know, hopefully start some communication, you know, because I know a lot of people are really alone right now and they don't feel like no one really cares for them. And it's just, it, it, this season's going to be a lot harder than, than others because now that you've got bars closed down here in Southern California, um, we're not going back into uh, really pretty much going back into lockdown mode. Yeah. And over the holiday season, people will go to bars and drink and now they don't have that as an outlet and they might be drinking in their own room perhaps, or, you know, who knows who's to say, so this is going to be tough for everyone, but um, just all I can say is just hang in there. And, you know, we've been doing that for the past eight months, but this is going to be tough. And hopefully by, um, by, by the springtime next year, you know, we'll, we're be back to where we were and maybe we can get back on with our lives, but that's all I can say right now is just hang in there. Everyone. Very, very well said Dick. And you know, uh, um, well, I was going to say something right now, but you know, I guess I'll just get into what I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for all oh, you great. guys, um, uh, whether you're listening to the show, whether you're part of the show, um, I'm thankful for, uh, my friends and family and people I care about the most, um, being healthy, uh, staying healthy and, you know, just trying to, to get to the next day. I'm, I'm thankful for the Los Angeles Dodgers winning their world series championship. I'm thankful for the LA Lakers winning their championship, looking to build another Ooh. championship run in the next, in the next season. Um, I, you know, I'm, I'm thankful for when it comes down to, it, I'm thankful for the undertaker, the undertaker. He's not on a lot of Mount Rushmore's because um, one reason or another, there there's other people, but Undertaker definitely has his own mountain. You know what I mean? The, you can have a Rushmore, but I think Undertaker deserves his own mountain because, I mean, without the Undertaker, where would WWE be? Um, it's probably Austin said it on his podcast, and I agree. Undertaker is probably the greatest wrestling character of all time. Um you know, there there's personalities, but as far as like a total package, someone that lived the gimmick, we talk about living the gimmick on this podcast. Um, the Undertaker lived that gimmick for 30 damn years. Uh, yeah. It's it wasn't until recently that he's kind of let his guard down, let the let the open the curtain a little bit to let us see. Um, if if anyone gets a chance, by the way, go check out Snoop Dogg and Undertaker's Instagram live video. <laughs> Chef's kiss, such a good interview. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I, I'm thankful for for another year of the podcast, and I'm thankful for um, you know my fiance. I got engaged this year, so I mean, there's a lot to be thankful for. Um, but yeah, love you guys. And I'm thankful for. Oh wait, this, wait, wait, one this... more thing, one more thing. I'm thankful for <laughs> AEW because without AEW, WWE would be regurgitating the same old bullshit, worse than what they're giving us every week. So AEW, thank you. I'm very thankful for the Young Bucks. Cody Rhodes, Kenny Omega, Tony Khan, and all of the Dark Order, Colt Cabana, Alex Silver, Trent, Orange Cassidy, Chris Jericho, MJF, Wardlow, LAX, the list goes on and on. Sammy Guevara, Matt Hardy, the list just goes on and on. AEW on another level, Hikaru Shida. The whole, the whole shebanga bang. Sonny Kiss, Joey Janela. Come on now. Thank you, Tony Khan, for giving us AEW. Go I'll on. Stand, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll second for that. Once, 
And for once, I agree with you guys. Um, without AEW, like I wouldn't fall asleep so easy. So um, thanks AEW for putting oh, me to sleep every week. And okay. then uh, okay. what, what I'm really thankful for is uh, um, is Jim Johnston because dude, this past week we've been here. I've been hearing all his tunes, and that that shaped our childhood forever. The greatest <laughs> wrestling musician of all time, or you know, musician associated with wrestling ever. For sure. And yeah, that's the number one wrestling thing. I mean, there's, there's no better one. Yeah, Vince McMahon was a closer. smart man to fire him for no reason. But go on. I'm sorry. Sorry. I didn't mean to. <laughs> he's probably about, he's probably going to die anyways. <sighs> Rest of his bitch. But we'll be good. <laughs> wow. uh, um, other than that, I'm, yeah, this thing will be alive. And happy that, yeah, that wrestling, that we're still watching wrestling. Imagine not watching wrestling. What would what, what have gone, you know, through the pandemic or whatever. Wrestling is the only thing that's really kind of kept going through the pandemic, even when it was at its worst. So. Yeah, it's been like the one constant. So thankful for that. And yeah, I think that's about it, huh? And thankful we're going to eat our asses off on Thursday. Oh, yeah. I'm even taking a week off of sandwiches this week. I haven't even told anybody yet, but I'm not making sandwiches oh, wow. this week because I'm saving myself for Thanksgiving. Give me all the mashed potatoes. All right. Let's talk about we'll end on this note. You're in a match, right? You have all of the Thanksgiving meal items, right? You're making the best tag team match possible. Two on two tag team match. You get to pick one one tag partner to go with you at this Thanksgiving dinner. I'm tagging with mashed potatoes and gravy. I feel like gravy is the valet for mashed potatoes, right? And me and mashed potatoes are going one-on-one with whatever you guys bring to the table. And you can put gravy on almost anything. You literally can put gravy. You, gravy, you can put over any any item with gravy alone. Gravy can actually have a heel turn on you right away, too. It can jump to any one of our partners, depending who we pick up. <laughs> actually, that's true. You can make <laughs> There's that's definitely true. a heel that turn possibility. It could be in cahoots with any one of us, to be honest. I'm going to choose stuffing because stuffing, um, okay. that shit's delicious. And, like, what the fuck? It's literally just bread, kind of, inside. It's, it's, it's stuffing. I'm going to be one of those people in country. Well, I think you mean dressing. <laughs> you fucking... You could dress this. Shut Jesus up. Shit. It's the same yeah, thing. I'm going to go stuffing. That's a glutton's dream. Stuffing is... That's stuffing true. is... I look forward to stuffing around this time of year, so that's actually a good point you make, Byron. Who would be your tag team partner, Dick? Oh. I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm going to go with some turkey. Dude, the Hulk Hogan the of the whole so no, 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 not the bird, the wild turkey. Oh, oh, a little bit of spirits. <laughs> okay, hey, that that doesn't go with gravy. So she's not. <laughs> no, but I'll me. make I'll, I'll make gravy by the end of the night, though. You keep, you keep feeding it to me. He's talking about jizz. <laughs> That's a good one. Dang, I didn't even think of that. Then, I mean, what else is there left to pick? Because you got turkey, you got you got you your, got, you got your mac and cheese, you got your desserts, you got your you got turkey. Who's the Hulk Hogan? I think of all of tur- all turkey lays down for no one. He's on every table, on all the merchandise. Hulk Hogan is turkey is the Hulk Hogan of Thanksgiving. That's crazy. Uh, then, then you have to true. go turkey because I'm gonna. Okay. I, it's the main thing of the, the, the. It's the main course. It's the main event. Every main Thanksgiving, event. it's the main event. Unless you're vegan, that you might have a tofu chicken, but you're still crispy. going for turkey flavoring. Yeah, that crispy skin, Ooh. dark meat, mm. white meat, 
Ooh, got that wishbone? Got that wishbone? You got that white turkey breast meat? A leg. I almost wanted to go with turkey, but mashed potatoes is usually the, the one. That's the one item I go back for seconds and thirds of. I All I can have my turkey, I can have my ham. Oh, mashed potatoes, yeah. But mashed potatoes yeah. is like the one thing I got to eat the whole time. And with the Hawaiian roll, look at this is what oh. you do. You get a Hawaiian roll. You put some mashed potatoes, right? You put some turkey, put some ham, put some gravy on top of that bitch. Turn that some bitch sideways and shove it straight in your candy ass mouth. <laughs> I, I think we just delicious. have a. I think you just have a sneak preview of what's going to happen next week. I'm making a, a Thanksgiving sandwich. Macho Man Randy sandwich is going to be making an appearance on my Instagram live next week. You guys got anything else? No, I think we're good. Happy yeah, Thanksgiving. Happy everyone Thanksgiving be safe to out there. all you guys on my Zoom call. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone listening. We'll be back next week, hopefully, with a recap of the week. Because um, there's a lot still going on in AEW, NXT, not so much. But we'll get into all that. We'll get into all that. Until next time, we are the Put Me Over Podcast. And we are the new, 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 new World Order Professional Podcast. And we will see you 